It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on Scottish Cup weekend. Rangers join Hibs in the next round after a comfortable win against Stirling Albion. There's a host of cracking ties this afternoon with drama and romance almost guaranteed. And Celtic's attempt to try and regain this famous old trophy starts at Alwell later this evening. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me, we've got Alex Ray, Gordon DL, Mark Wilson and Hugh Evans. Forget Alwa Celtic. Forget the possibility of cup shocks at Ayr or Kelty or Kilmarnock. The Scottish Cup has been rocked already. Andy Halliday has scored a goal and made a goal for Hearts in a convincing win over Auchinleck. We will never hear the end of it. And you will never hear the end of it for me if Clyde Bank beat Annan after the defeat of Clyde in the third round. We gave the world the QE2. We gave the world Kevin Bridges. We gave the world John McGinn and Marty Pello. We gave the world Singer Sewing Machines. We are the Paper Hankies. He's left himself off the list, very humble. <laughs> uh, but Mark Wilson, absolutely love this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. I said the other night, it plays uh, a big spot in my heart. I made my debut for Dundee United in the early rounds 20 years ago. So I know what it means to young players and teams, smaller sides, getting a crack against the big boys. And I just wonder if there's many shocks in there today. There's lots of interest in ties. Hugh mentioned one Clyde Bank. Can they do it? Can Kelty do it? There's plenty more. Can Dundee go to Dumbarton looking for it? Yeah, I think the boys will tell you the Scottish Cup's brilliant to play in Gordon. Whether you're playing the big teams or you're one of the big teams playing the lower teams, there's always a cup shock in the making. I think there will be one today. I know that Hearts, everybody was looking at going, being very difficult, but they're comfortable. But there's plenty of games, plenty of uh, entertainment, and I think there's a cup shock there, and I've got it, and I will tell you at three o'clock. You cannot beat this weekend, Alex, because you've got storylines everywhere, you've got romance of the cup, you've got journeys to parts of the footballing world that you've never been before. It just sets up every single year, even if you don't get a shock, just some of the the stories that that it throws up, some of the occasions, it is a wonderful weekend in the footballing calendar. Yeah, and some of the scenes, Gordon, we've seen some of the lower teams uh, celebrating and so forth. I agree with the guys, I think there'll be one or two shocks today, and it's one of the the trophies that actually eluded me as we actually watch a thunderous strike by Hearts there. Uh, What a fabulous strike that was, but as I say, Gordon, that's obviously a couple of games already uh, taking place, that's Rangers and Hearts into the next round. Uh, and Hibs of course as well From the previous evening Yeah there will be no shock At Auchinleck today 80 minutes gone Auchinleck nil Hearts 4 Peter Haring What a strike uh, Adding the 4th So Hearts looking very comfortable A very professional job He takes that ever so well uh, On the turn And rifles it high Into the roof of the net So sit back and enjoy Proper drama On Scottish Cup weekend We hope We're here until 6 o'clock We've got Celtic's trip to Alloa A bit later on And all the usual fun on a Saturday afternoon You can stay in touch All afternoon on Twitter At Clyde SSB And of course We will open the phones A little bit later on So With that in mind Let's start going around the games Because we've got some fantastic ones To look forward to If we're on the search for a shock Could there be one at Fir Park Fraser Wishart I'm sure a lot of people are Looking at this game Gordon and thinking There could be a bit of a shock As you know Over 30 years since Motherwell Famously won the cup on that day against Dundee United and the fans would love a day at Hamden. But when the draw was made, 
Muller, I think, wouldn't have been too unhappy. That old cliche, getting a game at home against a team struggling at the bottom of the table who'd recently sacked their manager. But this match is now a wee bit trickier, I think, for Motherwell. Dougie Emmys come in and has got an immediate reaction as manager of Morton. Two wins and a draw. I've got them off the bottom of the championship and a 5-0 win against Unfailing. An excellent 2-0 win last week against Ayr. No goals conceded, looking strong. And at the same time, Motherwell had their winter break. All the fury around Tony Watt has now moved on. And then defeat in the first game back, which was on Wednesday night, sorry, Tuesday night against Ross County, who were down to 10 men at the time. So I think Graham Alexander will have his team on alert. He want them to start the game really well and impose themselves on Morton from the kickoff. Because if they start poorly, Morton will just get a wee lift and really fancy their chances. Of course, Mother will know how difficult they can make it. Uh, the Greenock green side, two sides met in here in last year's cup. It took penalties for the third part side to go through. And Mother and Morton have plenty of experience throughout their team. Like McLean and, McLean and Lithgow at the back are very strong. Gary Oliver. Experienced striker now playing in midfield and Gavin Riley always a danger with his pace up front to the teams. A bit of a surprise from Motherwell. Van Veen is dropped to the bench and Mugabe is out completely. In come Carroll and Shields. They go with Liam Kelly in goal. Stephen O'Donnell, Sondre Solham, Johansson, Jake Carroll and Nathan McGinley at the back. In midfield, Sean Goss, Liam Donnelly and Barry Maguire with Kane Willery, Connor Shields and Jordan Roberts up front. The subs, Scott Fox, Kevin Van Veen. Liam Shaw, Yohani Ojala, Dara O'Connor, Callum Slattery, Justin Alouz, I'm a loser, Dean Cornelius and Ross Tierney for Morton. They're not, not surprisingly unchanged from the win against Ayr last week. Jack Hamilton is in goals, back three, Matt Ledger, Alan Lithgow, Brian McLean, five across the middle, Jamie Brandon, Reese Lyon, Cameron Blues, Gary Oliver, Lewis Strap, and up front, Gozi Ugu and Gavin Riley. Their substitutes, Joshua Bysouth, Ushin McIntyre, Kyle Jacobs, Robbie Muirhead, Mark Russell, Darren Hines, Michael Garrity, Alexander Easdale and Alexander King. And the referee today at Fir Park is Nick Walsh. Let's hear from Graham Alexander. It's a brilliant competition. I think uh, the history and the prestige of this competition is important. It gives clubs like ourselves and opportunities to to have successful seasons on the back of it. We, I think we saw that. Everyone in Scottish football saw that last season with St Johnson. But it's um, you have to focus on the one game in front of you. You always dream of these um, these moments when you can where you can eventually be successful. Every every club has stories of you know uh, famous cup uh, campaigns um, and they live long in the memory. Um, but um, we just need to focus on how we beat Morton's. 5-0 Hearts now, Alex Cochran adding the fifth, so very, very comfortable uh, for Robbie Nielsen's side. Uh, Fraser, just looking at that Motherwell team, Tony Watt has gone to Dundee United. Kevin Van Veen speaking to the press yesterday saying he thinks he can be the top scorer in the division. He's dropped onto the bench today uh, for whatever reason. I just wonder if that's something Graham Alexander will look to address because... Uh, Although he has an attacking trio, none of them really out now strikers, would you say? Yeah, I agree. He's gone with sort of three sort of wide players. Uh, even when Tony Watt was here, he played mostly cut off the left hand side. And Van Veen was the main sort of target man. He's strong, he bumps into people, annoys defenders, and the, 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 the pace of the likes of Woolery and Roberts and Shields around him was, was an asset. So I'm a bit surprised. I, I didn't see the game in midweek, obviously, but you know, even if Van Veen didn't play particularly well, I'm, I'm really surprised he's been left out of, of this game. In a game when you're expecting Motherwell to have most of the ball, so you'd imagine they'd be around Morton's penalty box and you've got a Somebody that scores goals like Van Veen, then you, you would, you'd like him in the team. So, yeah, a bit of a surprise, maybe just a bit of a shake up, just on a couple of changes, but just to show people uh, Graham Alexander's not happy with the performance during the week. You know, that was a, a poor result 1 1 at one point, and they're down to 10 men, Ross County, and they, they won comfortably 3 3 1. So, yeah, a bit of a surprise 
but they do have him on the bench. They've got Liam Shaw as well, who's on one from Celtic, of course. They've got one or two others who, who can grab a goal. But uh, the main man, Van Veen, on the bench, I think that's a big call. We'll elaborate more later on, but to you four in the studio, is Fir Park the destination for your shock? I don't think so. Uh, although Morton <laughs> are celebrating the anniversary, the 100th anniversary of winning mm. the Scottish Cup. So it will be a special day for them. And they've done well under Doogie Emery. But no, I can't see Motherwell going out at home. In a word, you nope, three? Not for me. No. Not for me either. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, right, we'll, we'll see. Uh, let's keep going around the grounds. I suppose a similar uh, fixture in terms of top flight against Championship, albeit away from home for the top flight side. Somerset Park, Air United against St Mirren. Uh, let's speak to Gabriel. Yep, fans starting to arrive here at Somerset Park. It's one win, one loss so far for Lee Bullen at the helm here. It was a good victory against Arbroath in his first game, but they were poor last weekend, losing 2-0 at home to Morton. He's hoping that the Cup can give them some respite and perhaps kickstart their league season as well. They sit seventh in the Championship. They make two changes uh, since last weekend. Ryan Gondo and Michael Moffat come in with Joe Chalmers and top scorer Tommy Adeloy dropping to the bench. In goal, it's Aidan McAdams, the back four of Jordan Houston, Jack Baird, Sean McGinty, Patrick Redding, Mark McKenzie, Aaron Muirhead, Andrew Murdoch and James Maxwell in midfield. Whilst Ryan Gondal makes his first start after arriving from Wealdstone, he'll play just off Michael Moffat, who scored in the last round against Albion Rovers. On the bench, you've got Albinson, McAllister, Fjordforth, Adeloy, O'Connor, Ekrapont, Chalmers, Afalabi and Bryden. What about St Mirren? They also make two changes. Uh, they were playing on Tuesday night and it was their first win in 12 games. They impressed with a 2-1 victory against Dundee United. Kyle McAllister and Christian Dennis come in for Alan Power and Eamon Brophy. Attacking changes, you would think perhaps that suggests what Jim Goodwin is thinking here today. In goal, it's Jack Alnick. The back three of Marcus Fraser, Joe Shaughnessy and Charles Dunn. Jay Henderson, the 19-year-old who scored a cracker on Tuesday, starts the right wing back. Kyle McAllister will play as the most advanced midfielder with Ethan Erehon and Connor Ronan behind him. Scott Tanzer on the left-hand side. Greg Kilty was man of the match midweek. He plays just off Christian Dennis. The referee here is David Dickinson and we're expecting three and a half thousand fans here in Ayrshire. Yeah, looking forward to that one. Let's hear from Jim Goodwin, get his pre-match thoughts. Yeah, really looking forward to it actually. Uh, the last game I played down there was a really important one actually with Aloha. We needed a we needed a point on that particular day against Ian McCall's air and um, to stay in the championship and uh, it was a great atmosphere again. You know, it always seems to be uh, a very vibrant and you know the, the the fans down there are very energetic and the fact that they're so close to the pitch. It's a real old fashioned old school ground. You know, the terracing all around and the shed end and this should be a fantastic game and one that some of the younger players probably have never experienced before. You know, they're used to turning up into the, you know, the nice Premier League stadiums, if you like, with the big dressing rooms, and it's going to be a very, very different. In a word, anyone got that for the shock? Oh, possibly. Yes, Closer. You Closer. Do? Okay. Hugh Keevans? Possibly. Mm. Uh, but uh, in midweek, with St Mirren getting the result they got against Dundee United, they've got to go there buoyant, uh, and it sounds as if uh, Jim Goodman is actually loving the thought of the atmosphere, the old school atmosphere. So I think St Mirren will survive the occasion. I'm going for St Mirren also. Mm, okay, let's keep going then. We're in search of our shock this afternoon. With no disrespect to the favourites, of course, in any of these ties. That's just the nature of cup football. I think everyone has a look uh, and sees what upsets there could potentially 
B uh, Kilmarnock against Dundee United It's another top flight Versus championship Albeit David Freel For many years This would have been Top flight Against top flight Yeah it has been For many years Gordon And I think if Kilmarnock Were to win today I don't think it would be That much of a shock uh, Given Dundee United's form It's officially the start Of the Derek McInnes era At Rugby Park This is his first game First home game as manager Sorry And there are a lot of new faces On show for Kelly Ash Taylor Dylan Tate And Daniel Mackay Both of both of those on loan from Hibs, they also make their home debut and he is back. Scottish football is never dull when Kyle Lafferty is around and he's on the bench for Kelly after rejoining the club yesterday. So looking back, he scored 13 goals in 13 games for Kelly last season. He was pl- prolific and he also loves playing against the United Kyle Lafferty. He has nine goals from 16 matches against him for his various clubs and he scored a hat-trick against United for Kelly just last season. So it's got all the makings of a crack and let's hope it's ex- exciting as the last Scottish Cup meeting between the teams in 2013. United ran out 5-2 winners at Tannadice in that game. Scotland captain Andy Robertson scored twice. And according to the history books, Mark Wilson put in a real solid shift at right back that night. Start with the Kelly team. Zach Heyman in goal, Jack Sanders, Chris Stokes, Ash Taylor and Brandon Holstrup at the back. Midfield three, it looks like Blair Alston, Dylan Tate and Rory McKenzie with Daniel McKay and Fraser Murray either side of Ollie Shaw. Salsa Kelly are Walker, Hodgson, Waters, Ewan Murray, McGinn, Polworth, Armstrong, Buck and Kyle Lafferty. As I said, United in a really awful run. They have lost their last six games and they've actually only won once since the 23rd of October. You know, Tam Colt's such a good start to the season, but... They've really, really dipped. They will be backed by around 2,000 travelling fans today. You know, a great, great support coming down from Dundee, and they'll obviously be desperate for a win to kickstart their season. In terms of team news, Tony Watt come on as a sub in the, the defeat against St. Mern during the week. He makes his first starts for Dundee United since arriving from Motherwell, and it's quite an attacking lineup. Looks like a sort of kind of 4-3-3 formation potentially. Benji Seagrest in goals, Kieran Freeman, Ryan Edwards, Charlie McGrew and Scott McMahon at the back, Dylan Levitt, Callum Butcher and Adrian Sporla in midfield, with a front three of Tony Watt, Mark Minolte and Nicky Clark. Subs for Dundee United are Eriksson, Niskanen, Pollock, Nielsen, Glass, Harks, Mokri, Aperi and Fuchs. And the referee at Rugby Park is Willie Collum. OK, let's hear from Dundee United boss Tam Courts. I think it's a very difficult time. I mean, they're a, they're a Premiership football club. Um, they'll, they'll be targeting getting back into the Premiership at the, the earliest opportunity but I think for, for us we, we need to, to continue with the mantra that, that we've had that served us well so far that we give the opponent respect total respect in terms of the preparation but we've got to be excited to go down there excited to get back to winning ways I think we sold something like 1400 tickets maybe 2000 by the time Saturday comes so we're going to have a healthy vociferous backing and the, the motivation for us is to get into the next round, perform well and, and really get our, our season kick-started again. A team who's made it to the latter stages of many cup competitions in recent seasons but I'm sure want to go one better, Aberdeen taking on Edinburgh City, Dave Galloway. Well Gordon, Aberdeen's approach to Tuesday night's draw against Rangers here was absolutely spot on and boss Stephen Glass is demanding exactly the same against Edinburgh City as they embark on their mission to win the trophy they haven't lifted for 32 years. Today's visitors sit 30 SPFL places below the Dons and it's the first time they've reached the last 32 of this competition in their history but Gary Naismith's squad contains players who've played at a decent level and they'll take to the Pitodri pitch the afternoon with absolutely nothing to lose. Not surprisingly no changes at all for Aberdeen so it's Lewis in goals. Across the back, Ramsey, McCrory, Bates and Hayes. Midfield Hedges, Ferguson, Brown and Ojo with Jenks playing off Ramirez. Substitutes Woods, Gallagher, McGinn Emmanuel Thomas, McGeoch McLennan, Campbell Barron and Kennedy 
As for Edinburgh City, three changes for them. The men coming in, Hamilton, Farrell and Robertson out, drop Bryden, Travis and Sterling. It looks like uh, they're going to mirror Aberdeen's formation uh, 4-4-1-1. Uh, in goals, a back four of Logan, Farrell, Hamilton and Bryan. Midfields, McDonald's, Murray tapping and handling with Robertson playing off C. Substitutes, uh, Leefield, Ricky, uh, Barron, Boyle, Fraser, Berry and Crane. And your match referee here this afternoon at uh, Pitaudry is Alan Muir. Now those are our featured matches, but seriously, they, we could go all day because Hugh Cavens, the featured match in your heart, in our hearts, Clyde Bank against Annan. We've been here before, we've followed the journey. It was Elgin, then it was Clyde. Yep. And now is the next chapter. It's great. My body is here in this studio. My heart is along the road at the Yoker Dome. Producer Callum, see if they win. <laughs> Jay, we could fire him in a taxi and just send him <laughs> along and just see what see what's going on. No, uh, he says he'll drive you. Actually, well, that's Can a great walk. idea. Great idea. But uh, you know that day against Clyde. Uh, live long in the memory I sent the two strips that I bought that day down to Brighton there are two people in Brighton wearing Bankies jerseys today never mind the seagulls this is about the paper hankies uh, but Annan are doing very well their league form has been good and they gave Kelty who everyone's looking at today as a possible cup shock they gave Kelty a, a, a going over recently so uh, I'm not 100% confident I am simply Closing my eyes Crossing my fingers And Trusting in A higher power But when you look at Some of the, the fixtures Just fantastic stories Whilst we're on the search For a shock Dumbarton Dundee Anyone? Mm. No No for me Kilmarnock's a shock for me I, I think Dundee United Will okay. go out at Kilmarnock Banks of D Wraith Rovers No No, okay. no. Peter Heddy's go ride no. Patrick no. Thistle Airdrie None of these would be Huge Huge no. shocks um, I think Kelty For me Kelty St yeah. Johnson That's the one for me I, yes. I think Can Kelty the cup winners Go out to Kelty The I, following season I, I think, think it's Kelty, possible I think Kelty today. Will be the big shock today I think St Johnston Will win Nine, <laughs> nine, <laughs> nine, nine defeats In the bounds mm. For St Johnston yeah. St Johnston yeah. St Johnston Will beat Kelty too You think so does? 100% Last week you said near B Tone would 100% play no, for no, Celtic. No, I haven't had the chance to pull, that, pull you up was, on that. He was injured, Gordon, was he? Oh, on was the he? Bench. Okay. So, there well, you go. We've got an all top flight clash as well between Livy, Ross County, and Alloa Celtic later. So, it's going to be a fantastic day of cup football. Make sure you stay right where you are. We're going to take a look back, get a good debate going about the week's biggest talking points. We'll do that next. Action as it happens. Your reaction from five on the open line. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, Alex Ray, and Hugh Evans in the studio. The top team all around the grounds, up and down the country, because it's Scottish Cup weekend, and it always throws up some fantastic mouth-watering fixtures. We've given you the team news from our featured matches. We've looked across some of the others as well, and we will get back to it. We'll go back around, but at this time on a Saturday, we usually get all the guys involved. And look back at the week's biggest talking point or, or biggest talking points Depending on how busy a week it's been And it has been uh, a busy week I feel like the week ended though Hugh uh, Last night's show, back pages of the newspapers um, With Rangers writing to the Scottish FA To complain about the refereeing of the game against Aberdeen Highlighting a series of errors they believe were made What do you make of all this? I believe it comes from that office within Ibrooks Where they complain about everything I don't believe that this has anything to do with Giovanni van Bronckhurst 
I believe that Rangers uh, have gone after Kevin Clancy uh, as they went after Willie Collum. I'll be interested to see how many Rangers games Kevin Clancy does in the uh, short term uh, because when it was Willie Collum who was criticised by Rangers uh, and they issued a statement saying that he had a, a problem with them uh, or they had a problem with him, Willie Collum didn't do a Rangers game for six months. So I'll be interested to see how Kevin Clancy gets on from here. I think Rangers blithely ignore the fact that, that Kevin Clancy was bad for both teams. And had he done the right thing and awarded Aberdeen a penalty following the clash between Alan McGregor uh, and the Aberdeen player that was involved, he possibly changed mm. the complexion of the match because if... It's a penalty And if Aberdeen score And I understand that the award of a penalty Is that the award of a penalty Not the award of a goal But if Aberdeen score It changes the complexion of the night So I think Rangers blithely ignore Are they are they ignoring that though Or, or because a decision goes in your favour d- Does that mean you, you can't also sort of feel hard done by or Because I think you would agree wouldn't you That a lot of mistakes were made I think oh, you've, but, you've shown your hand on that well, before Without doubt I, I do think that Johnny Hayes should have been sent off For the... Uh, involvement with Borna Barisic uh, I, I do think that Aberdeen were due their penalty uh, I don't think there's any dubiety about it But there is no doubt that the referee got several things wrong For both teams Alex Ray Yeah, uh, listen, I, I don't have uh, issues with uh, people complaining uh, I did it myself when I was managing You know, sometimes you're looking at it, there's a frustration uh, And then you then contact the SFA uh, I went up to see the head of compliance, at the, you know, before this new guy, and uh, he said four out of five were penalties. But the actual reality is that nothing actually gets done. In my opinion, nothing gets done. In terms of his performance, I said on Twitter directly after the game, he was poor. It's not often you upset both teams. Hughes just mentioned Johnny Hayes for the little elbow, which is fine. That that should have been uh, a second yellow. But then it goes back to the original yellow card for the coming together with Ryan Kent. So, you know, you look at that instant uh, in isolation. For me, neither of them two were a yellow card. I thought he lost control of the game. Uh, and I didn't actually see it as an overzealous encounter, Gordon. I didn't see his really bad tackles flying in. And I just thought he made a rod for his own back. And, and he kind of lost more composure than the actual players. Yeah, weirdly, I don't hear much debate about those actual decisions, Fraser Wisher. I feel like everyone... Not everyone, you're never getting that But most people who've been on the show feel that Aberdeen should have had a penalty They feel that Ryan Kent was harshly treated to be sent off Maybe a bit more debate about the, the penalty with the ball moving and, and Johnny Hayes won um, What do you make of, not necessarily the, the decisions themselves But that as well as the, the fallout from afterwards Well, I think we've, we've all pretty much agreed with the, the decisions And Kevin didn't have a, a good day at the office um, a, a, a lot of dealings with Kevin And actually, he's actually one of the, the better referees He's very approachable for the players The players like him as well um, And he had a bad day, there's no doubt about about that And clubs up and down the country will be moaning today In this Scottish Cup, I'm at Fir Park It could be that Motherwell and Morton One of them doesn't agree with a decision Or thought they should get a penalty or whatever else and that's what happens in, in, in Scottish football. And a lot of them do phone up behind the scenes and I'll have a chat uh, with Crawford Allen, who's the head of the referees, and maybe a chat with the compliance officer or whatever else. But I'm not sure what, what good that does. And maybe just gets it off the, the, the chest. And I'm not sure what right to the SFA with eight points. Uh, Ian Banker had to go at Nick Walsh a wee while ago as well. And individuals, I'm, I'm not sure what, what that can achieve. What We can't reverse time. We can't go and change 
decisions. They just got to go on with it. And I think it would be a real shame if, if Kim Clancy wasn't to, to referee Rangers games in the short term because he had a bad day that was it there was nothing else there was nothing malicious nothing sinister behind the scenes of it he just had a bad game and for both teams as, we, as we've actually pointed out so Rangers are perfectly entitled to, to raise their raise their issues um, uh, be interesting to know and I, I don't know exactly the nature of any conversations they've had or any constructive dialogue because if you open up to, to one club writing to you and then you open up and you have a meeting with them you'll have 42 at your door uh, next Monday so um, I'm not sure where this one goes I don't think it goes anywhere it's just Rangers maybe just raising the points to show the fans that, uh, that, that they are doing so and they're uh, showing the fans that they are as unhappy as the fans were at, at a few of the decisions but I thought McGregor was a penalty I thought Ryan Kent was harshly dealt with I thought uh, Lewis Ferguson's was a penalty the one that he scored so there was all sorts of things going on in, in the game that we can all disagree with but uh, it will blow over and we'll hear from from another club in a month's time, I'm sure, about moaning about referees as well. It's the nature of the game. Yeah, you, you get the sentiment, David Friel, because ultimately if everyone's unhappy at the standard of refereeing and everyone here is, is saying that he got things wrong for both teams, some people would say, why not raise it? Why not try and get some accountability? Why not try and drive up the standards of refereeing? But then other people would say, how's that going to make any difference? I mean, you, you watch... Um, well, you won't have because you're travelling... Uh, down to Rugby Park Hearts who won the game today Are furious at some really really bad mistakes That were made in the first half By the referee or, or, or the refereeing team So again I don't know Does Do we get conversations, statements, meetings About that Is it certain times What what can be achieved I, I think every club is entitled to complain You know Rangers are entitled to complain About some of the decisions the other night And Stephen Glass and Aberdeen are entitled to complain I think open dialogue is good I agree with Fraser, I think if there's, there's meetings all the time about every single decision, then it's going to be a very busy Hamden foyer waiting to, to speak to Crawford Allen. But Gordon, I'll, I'll say it, and you probably know I'm going to come up with this, VAR. And on Tuesday night, everybody could see what had happened in terms of various incidents. Bring it in, the refs are being hung out to dry here. The refs need help. If they're not, they're not full time, some of them aren't, just aren't good enough. I agree with Alec. After about five minutes, I thought Kevin Clancy wasn't in control of the game, and it wasn't that. I've, I've seen worse Aberdeen Rangers games over the years. I just think we have to give referees more help, and I think that's going to be technology. I think it's the only way to solve some of these ongoing, every year, annual spats. Does it... Is it about the... Maybe it's just... Is it the public nature of it, Fraser? Let's be honest. If it's Celtic or Rangers, a bigger splash is made, more people pay attention, uh, and, and again... But it doesn't always go public For instance I know f- for a fact And you'll probably know which one I'm talking about of, of a Premiership team Who felt aggrieved at decisions earlier this season Who spoke to the refereeing department At which point the refereeing department Apologised, admitted that a game changing decision was Blatantly had gone against this team The apology was made And you go on Is this any different? Or is it because it's Rangers? Is it because it's the big two? Is it because it's been made public? What's different about this? I, I, I think all of those. You know, I'm not sure where where the, the story came from, how it was made public, but uh, it was. Um, and Rangers fans, I'm sure, will like that. They like their club. Um, same as Motherwell here. If something happens, they would like their club to be uh, to be seen to be questioning things as, as, as well. I, I'm just not sure 
what we're trying to do here. I mean, yes, raise complaints, perfectly titled to do so, and yes, we can we can have higher higher standards. But Kevin Clancy had a bad game, and in general, I think he's a decent referee, and he just had one bad game. And, I, and I'm not sure, but see this apologising stuff, you know, do we want players to come out and apologise when they mess up, or managers to apologise when they make a bad substitution or poor team selection? I, I, I just I just don't know what 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 clubs want, you know, and clubs moan all the time about, about refereeing decisions and rightly so it's part of the game we all talk about it that's part of the, the excitement of, of the of the game and, and talking to your pals about things that go right and things that go wrong on, the, on a Saturday yeah of course we want to have better referees and that's down to the refereeing department to, to, to try and help Kevin Clancy and others come out of this, this situation but uh, yeah when it's a public domain I mean something could happen here today Gordon and I don't know if it will reach the newspapers at, at all depending on what actually happens so it is of course amplified when it's the, when it's the big teams it's amplified in the newspapers and in the wider media but we really have to be careful we're not driving people away from the game and away from refereeing you know because that's the last thing Fraser. we want we want our best referees refereeing at the highest level Kevin Clancy in my opinion is one of our best Fraser that's the point I was going to raise with you you and I can remember when the referees here went on strike and we had to bring in foreign referees right now and I accept the standard, in my opinion, the standard of refereeing is not high in our country. However, referees are currently held in contempt and viewed suspiciously. We had a caller on last night on Super Scoreboard who told us that it was premeditated. He knew that Kevin Clancy would send off a Rangers player. Now, this kind of nonsense could take us back, Fraser, to the point where referees... Crawford Allen may decide, okay, you can't have a game without referees and we're out until behaviour improves. Is that a possibility? Oh, has the horse bolted on that, Fraser, I wonder? Because I can't remember who, who mentioned it. it. Whether it is that it's just the big clubs that flex their muscles more or whether it just makes more headlines, I'm, I'm not really sure. But someone referenced earlier on, or was it last night, that at Celtic's AGM, Ian Bankier took his yeah. opportunity to, to, to have a say... Rangers have, have written this time, and, and it's you know it's back page, it's it's headlines. D- does that does that put unnecessary pressure on on officials, or does it just something that needs to be done if standards are poor? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kevin Clancy's a lawyer, and he's in his day job. You know, the last thing he needs or wants is to be back page news, and they, they get paid. Of course, they get paid, and it's a decent part time wage, but it's not the bread and butter for, for, for the referees. And people do say, "Well, we need to have them full time." I'm not sure. Well, certainly, I don't think the game can afford it. I'm not sure it's going to make them any any better. But we, we just have to be, be careful. Uh, referees have always made mistakes. There's far more scrutiny now. You know, look, I'm sitting at Fir Park. I, 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 I played for seven years uh, for, for Motherwell, and back in the day, referees made mistakes. Um, it was never amplified because there weren't cameras at most of our games. We were only on the telly, you know, four, three or four times a year when we played the old firm, and there was one game got highlights. So the pressure on everybody was less, and the scrutiny is just more and more. Everybody's got cameras, everybody's got phones, everybody's got the, the, the social media, the internet, etc. So the pressure is, is higher on referees, and we're quite right, we should demand more from, from referees and higher standards, the same as we do from players. You know, we should keep driving up the, the level. We've just got to be careful that we're not making, making it with people who are decent referees coming through thinking, I can't be bored with this, I've got a day job. It's more important to me than being in the back page the back page of the newspapers. Yes, raise it. And you're right, it's amplified because of the old firm, it's in the newspapers because it's the old firm. It happens on a weekly basis. I, I know managers phone Crawford Allen every single Monday. There'll be, there'll be half a dozen managers phoning him and 
I don't know if we get any satisfaction. It gets them off their chest, and then we move on to the next the next step. But the important thing here is is how do we help referees get better, and that's the key to, to us going forward. Let's hear what Giovanni van Bronckhurst had to say on it. He was asked last night. Well, it was the it was the club's view. I didn't ask the club to do it, but I can understand. Of course, we had uh, we had many inj- uh, many. Uh, um, incidents we had both sides. I think it's always good for uh, for the uh, the Scottish Football Association and also the referees to to review their performances. You know, not in a negative way, but you know, in a positive outcome to to learn from uh, from situations that happen. That's all, and uh, I think that was also uh, what the club wanted. Yeah, to be fair, Alex, he's always well. I say always. He's not been back in management here too long. But he, he seems to be very calm about these things He was calm after the game at Pataudry And he seemed pretty clearly there It wasn't, it wasn't him that instigated a you know a meeting or a letter Or whatever it was to the, as, the as association As I said earlier on, as a manager You know you can't really change anything, Gordon You can raise your head uh, I think but Some managers don't, no, no, would, don't would, some but, manager but would run rave and would complain Absolutely and, and, he and, and again it goes back to the result I think when you win games None of this gets uh, brought yeah. uh, to the fore Unfortunately, you know, I actually thought Giovanni handled it pretty well because he could quite easily come out and win. That referee was poor, but then he just puts himself in trouble if he says something in- incorrect. And he seems pretty calm about the whole thing. I think he believes in what his players are trying to do in, uh, in the process that they've already initiated in the opening eight or nine games that they've, they've been in. Is there also the other side of it which always gets forgotten because everyone loves the drama, the, con- the controversy? He is thinking about. Trying to make sure that Rangers don't perform like that again in, in a big game because yeah. it was obviously a disappointing. Yeah. Oh, listen, Gordon. I think uh, listen. This is like a sideshow in some ways because ultimately Giovanni's responsible for the football team. You look at the performance on the night; it was flat. You know, I say it was a below par uh, performance, and that will be more of a concern for Giovanni. That on one or two decisions that didn't go his way. Listen, you can moan to your blue in the face. However, trying to change that or trying to make these guys any better. Uh, but going back to one of the points, and I know we're, we're, we're running out of time. The VAR things are really interesting one because we're led to believe that it won't be available for uh, to implement this summer. Mm-hmm. What would be the stumbling block for to try and get this implemented? Uh, I think Fraser, you'd probably be able to help me out, but a number of things: recruiting an appropriate number uh, of officials who can do it, training them, um, getting all the other logistical side of things ticked off. Would that be a fair enough answer? Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing. That's a big thing. I, th- I think the clubs are. Going to commit to it in the next next week while, from what I understand, and uh, then it's, it's training the referees to actually start to use it, and it does take some time. There's an official training course that FIFA put on, so uh, it won't be for next year. It'll probably be for the season after, I would imagine. Um, but uh, yeah, when it comes in, then then we'll we'll have a bit of help. But perhaps not perfect either. Look at the situation in England. Every week you're looking at it thinking, how did they miss that? Or what did they see there? You know, so it's not perfect either. Uh, but we need to we need to just be careful. Just rest didn't play, didn't do well. Sorry, Kev Glass didn't do well on Tuesday. But not there a lot of the players. You know, so we just got to be careful. But we're not vilifying referees here. Uh, Going to be probably not the last time we'll have discussions like this Let's park it for now Because uh, we do have a lot of good football to look forward to this afternoon And we will go back around the grounds next The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Building up to kick-off in the big Scottish Cup ties We've already got three teams through And you have to say it's the favourites Hibs might have not had it all their own way But they did get past Cove Rangers Then Rangers saw off Stirling Albion comfortably uh, As you would expect last night And now Hearts Which could have potentially been a banana skin Going down to Auchinleck Not today It wasn't a comfortable victory for Robbie Nielsen's side as well So those three are already through And now we turn our attentions to the three o'clock 
games at Fraser Wisher. I don't know if you're in the business of looking for an omen. What did you say was the the anniversary of Morton? Hundred years was it? I think, I think Hugh was saying Shock it was 100 years. Yeah. Yeah, 100 yeah, years. 100 they won, years. The, won the cup in 1922, Fraser. It was a day similar to today. <laughs> so you never know. See, I prefer the omen that Motherwell beat Morton en route to the to winning it in mm. 1991. But then that kind of gets blown out of the water by the fact that they met last season and Motherwell scraped through in penalties before um, going out. So that, that is, that's got an interesting look about it, Fraser. I feel like a few weeks ago... Um, you're, everyone you would be certain of a, of a Motherwell win But just that couple of results under Dougie Emery He's got a decent record for Park from his Hamilton Ackies days You just wonder what impact that will make Yeah and I'm sure you'll wind up the, the people in the stand behind the dugout as well He's, he's got uh, one of those characters that everybody likes to, to have a go at And he loves it, he thrives off it Dougie as, as a player He, he did and, and he's just got that got that bounce that, that the new manager sometimes sometimes gets And uh, he's got some experienced players I said earlier, you know, like Brian McLean who played here for Motherwell's at Rangers, many teams, very experienced at the back. Alan Lithgow, who was part of the, the Livingston team that climbed through the ranks. and, and uh, So they've, they've got some experienced players in key positions. I think the interesting thing will be at the back, have they got the pace to, to deal with? That's maybe why Van Veen's not playing, is, is because Graham Alexander fancies the pace of his front three to, to cause them real problems. But uh, it's, a, yeah, it's a trickier game, and I think Motherwell would really soar from their defeat the other night. That was, that was a poor result against 10 men to lose a couple of goals late on as well so yeah I think it's a tough one for, for, for Motherwell a tougher one sorry for Motherwell when it was a draw but I do expect them to get through I think they've got enough to, to, to win this game I, I, th- I think just by the odd goal I think Morton will come here and play well We are very knee-jerk here Gabriel when it comes to our football uh, we sort of change our opinions from one week to the next and, and I wonder if St Mirren's result during the week all of a sudden takes some of the fear away from this fixture for instance had this fixture taken place last weekend uh, would the St Mirren fans be feeling a bit more nervous about it yeah I think they certainly would be but they sound very confident there's 2,000 St Mirren fans here at Somerset Park and they are in fine voice before kickoff. Jim Goodwin was confident when we spoke to him uh, through the week St Mirren were brilliant in cups last season let's not forget they reached the semi-final of both competitions but he'll hope to go at least one step further this campaign and it all starts in the Scottish Cup here today Lee Bullen will be hoping to cause a shock that these two sides haven't met in five years the last game in 2017 was a 6-2 cracker. St Mirren fans will be hoping for a repeat of that, whilst Air are hoping to cause the shock of the day. Kickoff is just in 10 minutes time. Yeah, looking forward to that one as well. Air United against St Mirren. Good record down there in the Cups and, and under your stewardship, of course, Gordon. That's, that's where my shots come uh, The boys were asking me I'm looking at, I think Wait a minute You said Darvel a, a second ago No I was kidding no, I, I'm going for the Air United <laughs> I, 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 know I take on board uh, Everything about St Mern's Terrific one midweek But Somerset 2000 plus Air fans There'll be a decent atmosphere in there mm. I think The Air players can rise to that Gordon And make it a mm. difficult afternoon For Jim Goodwin It's funny how you, you fall into the trap David Freel of Going on reputation And lots of people Maybe looking at, at The game at Rugby Park And, and think, did, Would that really be a shock anyway You know it's Kilmarnock Dundee United There's not a million uh, Miles between the sides United on a, a A poor run That That's where the cup Can be a problem for you Can't it I mean if you're If you're Tam Courts And you're already On a poor league run It just adds the pressure In a cup tie That you You know could Very conceivably lose And, and then the season Takes on a whole different complexion 
It does, Gordon. It's weird. I've actually lost count of the amount of players and managers this week who are on bad runs, saying, "Oh, you know, maybe a cup run could lift us." And but you're right. If if, it, if this goes wrong for Dundee United today, the, the pressure's on them, and you know the fans. As I, as I said, you know the, the, the scenes behind the the goal where United are warming up, I and mean, there are almost 2,000 fans here, and they will not be happy if this goes bad. But I'm just looking at the Kilmarnock team. You know, I'm, I've been impressed with Derek McKinnon since he first came in. You know, added to Spiney's team, Ash Taylor, Dylan Tate, good player. Daniel McKay from Hibs and now Kyle Lafferty. But you just look at the subs bench for, for Commander today. Liam Polworth, Chris Burke, Lafferty, Stephen McGinn, Callum Waters, Lee Hodgson. All guys that have played in the Premiership. This is a tough one for Dundee United. And I genuinely would not be surprised if Commander won this. Yeah, that's going to be another fascinating one. I say it for every fixture, but because I, I mean it, I think they all look brilliant. We've got a great fixture card uh, this afternoon, you have to say. Dave Galloway, of all the teams that we're mentioning... Uh, I feel like there's always a real fascination about when Aberdeen had a Scottish Cup again. Is that still the case up there and, and, and Stephen Glass now taking on that challenge? Yeah, very much so, Gordon. And Stephen Glass actually touched on that when we interviewed him in his uh, pre-match uh, media conference. He said, you know, uh, every, every year... Uh, there's this discussion and it's one more year since Aberdeen have won it one more year, one more year um, he's obviously optimistic that they can have a lengthy run in this competition um, and yeah it, it would uh, be a, a huge uh, weight off a lot of shoulders uh, for sure, obviously classic uh, Goliath versus David territory this one isn't it, surely you would think all about how Aberdeen's mindset is if it's as it should be if it's as it was against Rangers on Tuesday you would expect a comfortable victory but you know a free hit for the capital team isn't it no uh, pressure or expectation at all on their shoulders they'll look um, to enjoy the occasion and you know maybe see if the home support will get restless if it stays goalless for a while and possibly nick the first goal that, that would certainly make things interesting let's hear from Stephen Glass we talked about it right after the game the other night you've, you've just walked in off the pitch playing in a big atmosphere uh, where it feels like there's a huge game at stake uh, and the atmosphere might not be quite the same on Saturday but they have to create that in their minds they have to play like that they have to approach the game exactly the same way because it's massively important for the club to make sure we're in the next round uh, Edinburgh City will come up here won't make it easy for us and they'll come and try and win I'm sure they will uh, I know Gary Naismith from a long time uh, and I know what he's like as a, as a person and I know he'll have his team well driven and he'll see an opportunity And Dave Aberdeen will be buoyed by the performance against Rangers the other night we, we did see it inevitably there's a there's a side show and lots of people are talking about other aspects but it was a good Aberdeen performance it certainly was, you know, they, they got right in about uh, Rangers uh, by many people's opinions. They were they were the better side, perhaps a shade unfortunate not to uh, win the match, but th that has been an issue for Aberdeen over the years, hasn't it? They, they lift their game against the likes of Rangers, or perhaps especially Rangers, um, and to a lesser extent Celtic, and then when it comes to playing so-called lesser teams, they don't seem so up for it. So, you know, they're going to have to put that particular one to bed this afternoon, you would think. Yes, looking forward to Aberdeen against Edinburgh City and all the other ties. Those are our featured matches this afternoon. I feel like honourable mention just has to go to the Bankies in that featured list, Hugh Keevans as well. At Gordon DL and I, we were travelling in. We saw Gordon Moffat. Was he yeah. dropping one of his mates off at the pub or he something? He certainly was, yes, before he went um, over to the He was pulled ah, yes. over at the local watering hole. He had the, the suit on. You could clock the private Reggie from mm -hmm. a distance. I the said, that must be the Clyde Bank manager. The Love It Arms. And other pubs are available, was. but the Love It Arms is the one across the road from I think road. I can sense the atmosphere from just along the road. Mm. Yeah. Um, one game I don't think we mentioned earlier on, 
And actually I would have to Quickly calculate this In terms of gaps b- Between the yes. sides It probably isn't one bigger Auchinleck's now out the way But Banks of D Wraith Which was fine We did mention that But our both Darvel Would have to be yeah. There as well You forget Because you forget How high our, our both are, are sitting yes. at the moment But they are top of the championship um, Darvel playing in, in the West of Scotland League In the Scottish Cup For the first time ever um, That's going to be An interesting Dick one Dick Campbell won't want that He he mm. is He is Desperate To take our both Into The Premiership And stun The whole country And he doesn't want that kind of result to get in the way and cause a massive distraction and sideshow. Uh, so I would, I would, I would put the deeds to Kevin's Towers <laughs> on our growth. The finances, though, that have went into Darvel, and that seems to be the thing. <laughs> Mrs. Kevin's has just fallen off the armchair. <laughs> She's packing up as we speak. Keevens but I wouldn't write Darvel off. You know, they've been a. An ongoing story for the last couple of years. I think did, did they be breaking? I think so in the last round. Everybody so they've already, yeah, they've already took on. a bit of a scalp. Penalties, but, yeah, yeah. So I tell you what, it'll not be that easy for a broth this afternoon. Three 0 a broth. Quite right, Alec. Uh, yes, it's a great fixture card again. Like we, we mentioned, Banks of D Wraith Rovers. What a gap there is between the the sides there as well. No East Kilbride would be an interesting one. You know, Peterhead. Uh, Peterhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see them get through uh, that one. Uh, I'm yeah. not sure they can, but I would like to see it. Yeah, they're confident. I spoke to one of the guys from East Kilbride the other day. The there, they're, they're Who, looking just for, a guy. Free just one of the guys, uh, <laughs> Ian. Um, the shopping centre. I, I don't like to give out names in the radio, but uh, they were very confident. They're travelling up there with a bit of confidence. Um, he is, he's tight with the East Kilbride kit man. Yeah, yeah. he's told me this before. Yeah, yeah about, but, but I know who you mean. I now know. I, I know, know who you mean. I now know they're in Peterhead, so I'm going to say that Peterhead will win that one. I'll tell you what, Hugh, a cracking local game for us. Uh-huh. Partick Thistle, Airdrie, Airdrie yeah. are flying. Partick Thistle are, are having a perfectly good time of it as well yeah. um, that's, a, that's a fascinating one Yeah uh, That could go either way um, But I, I do fancy Partick Thistle You'll love this Daz Last night I had to tell Kenny Miller What happened when I read the match report Of last week's Airdrie game against Falkirk Kenny apparently came out To remonstrate with the fourth official And a small child No more than five years old Shouted Sit doing baldy <laughs> <laughs> And why would I love that? Well, just because you're looking at the back of my head No, because you're like insulting people I think was where he was yeah. going oh, right, okay. I must say Kenny Miller took it all with good grace last night <laughs> To be fair, if he's going to pick somebody in here It wouldn't be uh, you, would uh, yeah, it? Yeah, it would have been probably Alec yeah. you know I, mean? I gave a wee trim this morning two <laughs> I, I was thinking that no, it's, it's Is like that the old Mac 3? Polish no, That looks the, It's just the, 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 the Clippers Bish bash bosh That looks fresh It does look fresh Not a Brandon Barker Oh, what about his thatch last night? Who's added that for him? I think he's I personally think he has to go to Turkey. Oh, he needs to go to Turkey to get the old dome done, doesn't he? Anyway, enough about that. We've got some fantastic Scottish Cup fixtures, and they are coming up next. The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Getting underway in the cup ties, the three o'clock kickoffs. Remember, hearts are already through, joining Hibs and Rangers from previous evenings. Celtic to come later tonight as well at Allow. But the three o'clock games are getting underway, and we are strapping ourselves in for a lovely afternoon of cup action. Hugh Keevens, Alex Ray, Gordon DL, and Mark Wilson are in the studio. Right, I can't, we cannot do full Akers because we will be here all day. So quickly. <clears throat> Quickly on our four featured games Which is Pataudry, Rugby Park, Somerset, Fir Park Go, we'll just do featured matches 
Uh, okay, St Mirren will beat Ayr Motherwell will beat Morton Kelly will beat Mole Club Dundee United <sighs> Aberdeen will win okay. easy against Edinburgh City uh, I'll go next I'll go home win for Ayr Motherwell oh, Dundee wow. United and Aberdeen Alex I'm going to go for St Mirren Motherwell to beat Morton Kamanlock to beat Dundee United Aberdeen to beat Edinburgh And I'm going for Celtic to beat Alloa Hugh Going for St Mirren to beat Ayr Motherwell will win at home to Morton Kilmarnock will knock out Dundee wow. United And Aberdeen will beat Edinburgh City With right. plenty to spare So is that your shock, Kilmarnock? Yes you're one, you're, You've got one pick each for a shock Hugh's going Kilmarnock I'm going, If that counts Yeah, I'm going to go for Kelty Kelty to beat St Johnson. I am, yeah. You, uh, Gordon, oh, you've given us here. Yeah, yeah. Mark. Yeah, I went Kelly, but I don't think that's a big shock. Mm. I'm going to agree with Alex. Kelly. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Book your face fit and mask service online now. Well, Air have had an early chance, dragged wide <laughs> by Maxwell. Still goalless. What do you mean, there you go? <laughs> they're <laughs> because on, they're be- on the front foot. Because they've dragged the shot the wide line. inside the first minute. That's confidence, big crowd there on the front foot. Better. <laughs> okay. Uh, no goals yet to tell you about, just that shot dragged wide. We do actually have a couple of league games Dunfermline uh, and Burness uh, in the Championship, a couple. Uh, in League One as well Kenny Miller who was on last night His Falkirk side go to East Fife Clyde Queen's Park And Cowdenbeath's Drenrar uh, In League Two So here's what you've got for the rest of the afternoon We're going to keep you up to speed on everything that happens In the Scottish Cup I'm about to give you a first half teaser We will look back on the game at Ibrox last night Alex Lowry uh, Amongst other things We'll look at that game We'll give you Celtic team news when we can We'll build up to that And of course the open line later as well There is so much to get through So do not go anywhere Open line later But before then At Clyde SSB If you want to stay in touch This afternoon We ask a lot of you On a Saturday afternoon Because we, I like you we, we like you We like to interact And see what you've got for us Whether it's any Scottish Cup anecdotes Or anything else But the first way That you can get in touch Is by doing this Hugh Keevans Yep The first half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news And opinion online Just you hold that thought Because I think We've got one already oh, wow Goal flashes With aspireglasgow.com You all thought Kilmarnock could maybe cause an upset And let me tell you They are 1-0 down to Dundee United It's Mark McNulty He's been out for 117 days What a way to announce your return Ball over the top Poked it in off the post And it's Kilmarnock 0 Dundee United 1 Great start How much do you need that as well? Because like we said before They're in a terrible league run You're going to a game that's absolutely losable Mm. You know, the longer that goes on, that's that's when the the, yeah. the the doubt starts to creep in, doesn't it? Big day for Tam Courts, you've got to say, because after an impressive start in the league, certainly tailed off, but that will settle the nerves. It's still a long way to go, of course. Derek McInnes will be fuming because he would have seen it as a real opportunity to get another good yeah, result. Yeah, you don't want to lose an early goal. All the boys, and I can understand, they went for the home win. I went for Dundee United. I think they'll get back on the on track. You're the today. one that always says, "If we're going to lose a goal, lose, lose it, it early. early." Yeah, but I still, I also <laughs> said that before the kick off, that Dundee United would he, put Kamanak out. He's got something about this fixture. He was banging on to me in the way in that. Well, I can't actually use the expression that he used, but that it would be a comfortable <laughs> afternoon uh, for. Dundee United So there we go I just anyway, fancy them Just fancy them I, I just think 1-11 one, one is really poor form Getting into this It really is uh, Hugh We were about to do this Yep 
Now I know I am speaking to the most football educated audience available But for anybody who doesn't know A brace means two goals A player scored a brace, two goals So, since season 2001-2002 Eight players have scored a brace in a Scottish Cup final Who are they? Since season 2001-2002 Eight players have scored a brace in a Scottish Cup final Name them Ah, don't Google that one Too easy if you Google it Let's see what you can come up with At Clyde SSB You need to go on Twitter Send us a tweet At Clyde SSB With all eight correct answers on it And you need to do it first You need to be the fastest So that's the aim of the game On the first half teaser Get your answers in please I think even you lot in here mm. I think you'll get Seven a f- yeah, You'll make a good dent in it yeah. I think We're already started uh, Yeah I can Do you know what actually I feel Guilty this afternoon Because for the first time ever Possibly I was making no considerable effort No real argument For us to put the Motherwell game on In the studio I I was not This is the first time I was happy to go with whatever And somehow We've settled on Motherwell Morton Without any real input from me And you lot are all going to pretend That that's not the case And I was Mm. a diva And kicked up you yeah, you drove and, it and made it go. You pulled, simply you pulled not drank, true. Not you pulled true. Drank. There's well, you had the remote control in there. your hand at the time. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I, I think it was remote control, but you were flicking yeah, about. His hand. I heard that the former Dundee United fullback went off on a strop like Cristiano Ronaldo when he subbed. <laughs> yeah. Someone yeah. overruled Kelly, him. Kelly United. Someone overruled him on account of the plastic pitch. Oh, was, was what what we heard. That's what we heard. Yeah, you yeah. can't be watching games on plastic pitches. That's what we heard. So anyway, listen, we've got we've got. Eyewitnesses everywhere Missed the only goal so far We could have been watching that game We've got eyewitnesses everywhere So we'll be across it all As uh, Morton have a A run down the right hand side That's halted Uh, We've got a goal Oh I like this Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com The other shout for the shock Was Air United They're getting beat They're getting beat St Mirren Kyle McAllister Doesn't score many back post headers Does he Kyle McAllister uh, but he's got one this afternoon in at the back post and St Mirren lead air by a goal to I- nil. Ironic that St Mirren get a great lift by beating Dundee United in midweek and uh, you think, ooh, Dundee United. Managers have always told me down through the years you can't switch form on and off like a light switch. But United have managed it so far. Yeah, if you're going to score a goal, Daz... If you're going to lose one, I always say to the players, get get it over and done with in the first five, and then it gives us 85 plus added on to get back in the game. Still a long way to go in these cup ties. It's just what you're looking for, Alex. Yeah, isn't the it? Goals. it just it lifts the, the pressure. We are watching Motherwell yeah. Morton. I don't know if it's because it was in front of empty stands or not. I just feel like there was a a bit of a forgotten element about that. Could any of you told me that, that Motherwell beat Morton on penalties in the cup last no, season? No, I, I would no. suspect not. Um, uh, but yeah, that was the reality of it. Morton were, weren't a great side last season either and, and went there and it was just one of those games. So if you get that early goal, it changes things. certainly does. just settles the, the players down. Um, and it can become increasingly frustrating for the home fans if you see a team who are a division above you um, at the bottom of that division holding out and start to get restless. So it's pretty even. You've got to say the first seven minutes of this, Morton, yeah. it's not as if they're... Defending their 18 yard box Having a good goal They had a long throw Into the box a minute ago Which is always a useful weapon When when you play a team above you I think they've started Very well man Mm -hmm. I've got to say They look positive They look confident The the two uh, results Under the new manager I think certainly helped Of course The pitch 
is brilliant Beautiful I remember going there In the Scottish Cup And one of the best games I ever managed We ended up We beat Motherwell 4-3 And I'm telling you and Even Motherwell fans To this day Still say to me What a fantastic game that is This never happens does it Not not once Not a single time Has that ever happened this, No I just mean I did that wee bit on I thought it sounded good In the story But Is there we, any footage Of you as a manager I can't imagine well, just, you well, on go, the... Hold on now and go to Scottish Cup final, League Cup final, go to... Um, I'm, I'm going to dig into promotion. that. Promotion. Go to that just, game. I'm telling you, anybody will tell you, 4-3, it was the best game of... Scottish Cup game I've ever... Was it Betamax? Were you anybody were got you, Were you a, a suited manager? Or yeah, a I, I was always suited. I was always very smart. That's true. I bet, you, I bet you were suited with a big Air United... Club jacket No I wasn't But you were one no, of those guys I, I was always shooting cause 100% Because I always took the tie off And went out after I was always making <laughs> sure <laughs> Straight out of the tie <laughs> 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 Honestly Unbelievable Mark. Mark. I, was, I was there that day Mark. Were you? Yeah I was Were yes. you the ball boy? Um, no I don't Not quite No Just and before I'll that I'll tell you something right now the Motherwell team Yes Do you want me to read it to you Andy uh, Gorham and Goals yeah, Why don't you hear this Motherwell team um, Well I'll just name a couple of highlights yeah. we? Uh, Brian Martin there Stephen McMillan Remember him He was a good yeah, left back yeah. uh, Jed Brannan yeah. <laughs> Right hold on You painted this team to be <laughs> like Simo Valakari Finishing to yeah, national yeah. Uh, Kevin Twaddle Don Goodman Lee McCulloch Like Don was great Off the bench Pat Nevin <laughs> was John Spencer on that team? Nah. Pat Nevin must have been about 45 at You played stage. them twice though, did you not? Played them twice, beat them twice at Fir Park Yeah 100% record That's why the Motherwell fans don't want me back there <laughs> Mark Yes When he was a manager He could have moaned for Britain now don't listen to him, Mark. I can imagine. <laughs> don't yeah. listen to him. Yeah, I was I very humble. Imagine. Very <laughs> humble. And ca- I was Tim McGraw. I was very humble. I thought you ca- said you were suited. Was there no suit? Look at this. He's got one of those in those nineties. Those nineties. He's got his jumper. He's got his jumper tucked into his tracksuit was, bottoms. Look at that. You know what? Oh, you know what? That's how I managed him. I managed him as an absolute glorified PE teacher. With initials on his top. That's one of those proper sweatshirts. You've got the initials on it, tucked into your joggies. Initials on the joggies and the jumper. And the teacher on Who's your assistant? Did you not love him? That's a doc! That's that's a club doctor! He's wearing a silver and black, like, puffer jacket. That's a club, I I swear, Dr. Hannah. If he's wearing a puffer jacket like that. In the dugout. I was Doc Hannah, he was brilliant. I've never seen a puffer jacket in the dugout, I must say. That's a first. He was was great. Bill Barr never, my chairman, everybody was in the dugouts. Let me tell you, we we were a team. We were united together. And that's why we were successful. Best chance so far for uh, Motherwell Gordon down the right hand side. Oh, look at that one. Yes, Peterhead Nelly Scobride won. Jao Pereira Vitoria putting his Scobride, the Lowland League side in front. Uh, it was a chance for Motherwell. Connor oh, Shields flashes save. one across. Was that tipped away? Yeah, it was so, a yeah. tremendous save. Oh, no. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> David <laughs> Field has David Field has sent me a picture of you in your suit, and I thought, well, that'll be better than that'll be smarter. Right? <laughs> is the jacket tucked in? Seriously, yeah, it's He's not got quite. The jumper tucked in. Uh, what kind of suit is it? It's a Versace. Me, Mark Wilson, and Alex Ray would fit inside those trouser legs. Seriously, <laughs> oh my goodness! Look <laughs> how back you are. <laughs> That's a <it>, Ibrox. <laughs>
Is there an Ibrox or Hamden? It certainly looks like one of them <laughs> Look how backy those suit trousers are <laughs> oh, oh. But that was the style Do you know Look at those shoes These shoes are immaculate Look how black your hair is To be fair to you That probably is a sign of the times But I'm glad we've moved on How baggy are they? Oh, They're coming yeah. back He was going through his Spandau ballet phase at the time <laughs> Yeah, listen Double breasted Not a single breast Everybody had to go through the style The fashion I, I, I was very well... Oh, the, 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 the first picture, Gordon, is just how I, I imagined you every day. The Dazzler had hair like Yota. Yeah, you're right, you're right, and looked like him. The only thing that was missing that <laughs> first like one him. is the stopwatch and the whistle. One. <laughs> 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 Said they had that one. Yeah. Do you know what? Who was the guy for uh, Kes? Remember the. You remember, Sue? Yeah, I'm not going to be able to provide uh, the details. Uh, but Ryan, but Ryan I looked like name? Ted Laszlo there. Lasso Lasso Is that Shabba Lasso's brother Well whatever his name is now, Do you know what I liked from, from the 90s And I thought that's what you had on there But it's not what? quite um, what, what did you call them Was it a drill top or something It was a sort of weird canvas yes. Material yes. Do you remember I that So it had like the collar oh, the, I, I think I can see you still wearing one of them I've actually got a couple of them in the house they're So good. they would usually be like Umbro or something They would have a wee bit of elastic across the, the neck <laughs> yeah. The collar yeah. I've and got, then like I've the, the, one in the, house. the brand on the back I wear one next Saturday You bring it in next week I quite liked them as a kid oh. I thought they were good I'll find one of them That's yeah. made my day oh. Brilliant Get that tweeted I'll tell you what though Hugh If we're looking for a shock Peter Head getting beat off East Kilbride Well league side. Jimmy McAnally will be Incandescent with rage If that finishes up the score uh, But as Daz always says Long way to go So they'll get 80 minutes to get it right But it, that would be That would be a stunner Hugh The, the boy that scores uh, Vittoria I mean remember a couple of years ago Was he, he no uh, um, Airdrie He went Yeah Airdrie. he was at Airdrie Yeah I, player Yeah yeah, And Very I tried to sign him But he was I think he He went off the boil He went Maybe staying house Or something like that Stenhouse And he Muir. disappeared right. And now uh, Now he's at East Kilbride But what a goal scorer He was a good In that talent, division man, didn't he? A good talent I remember yeah. watching him yeah. training He was excellent talent You're right He disappeared <laughs> Uh, so that is certainly on track to be a bit of a shock uh, East Kilbride beating Peter Head Other than that, the games that have goals are going um, As you would perhaps expect based on league standing St Mirren 1-0 up against Ayr Kyle McAllister Dundee United 1-0 up on Kilmarnock Mark McNulty um, And not much else at the moment Don't forget your full-time teaser is up and running So get your attempts in please I suppose we could do the first set of, of wrong answers here Hugh, yeah, couldn't yeah, we yeah, if you give yeah. us the question yep uh, a brace involves a brace since season 2001-2002 eight players have scored the brace in a Scottish Cup final who are they? ok the wrong answers if we've got any because um, lots of you are doing well FM Dafty uh, says <laughs> Kenny Miller, friend of the show. No, he's, Kenny's not there. Sit down, Baldy. He's also gone for <laughs> Georgia Samara. No, Sammy, not there. Okay, okay. Well, let's go through the rest. I can see some very good attempts here. Bobcat, I don't know if this is wishful thinking for his gaffer. Uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. No. Claudio Canigia. No. He's put McGinn. I don't know which one, but it doesn't matter, does it? No, because they're not They are not Paul, not Stephen, not John Okay, keep your guesses coming in At Clyde SSB Who is exhaling and why? No, no, no that's another good save Yeah, absolutely yeah. The modern goalkeeper Yeah, I think it was a shot from the edge of the box Through bodies He managed to get a strong hand in Pam it away Yeah, it's a good hit <coughs> oh, yeah. He's a late yeah. Very good save that yeah. Barry Maguire from the edge of the box Do we know who the goalkeeper is for Martin? Jack Hamilton 
Stop it. It's Jack Hamilton. There's no yes. way he's made two worldies. It's impossible. <laughs> oh, very harsh. Very awful. But very, very harsh. Well, it's coming. The mistake's coming. Well, he's been he's been good so far. Be Fifteen fair, minutes in, yeah. Some decent saves there. Uh, I mean, Livy nil, Ross County nil. That's the, the top, the all top flight clash. The only one. I, I think in the Scottish Cup at this stage, you're absolutely devastated when you get a team from. The, the league I remember the So I went in Airdrie With you mm. Scottish Cup came around And I was thinking Brilliant Here we go Get me back to Celtic Park yeah. I'll get a hero's oh, welcome be, Yeah I'll be magnificent We got Livingston Who were above us in the table And they in, came In League One In League One And beat us and put us out And Did you hear that, that was the end of that Oh hold on that, Do you know what I think we went you did, ah, Is that not the game Because was, it used to be It must have been the winter Were we off that Saturday And everyone who, A lot of the people Who worked here Decided to come along yeah, yeah, And watch yeah. that Gordon, and, uh, Gordon Can I ask you a serious question Did your man go Speaking of the old Premiership tie Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Livy 1 Ross County 0 Ayo Obalai With the penalty In the 16th minute So Livy 1 up on Ross County Mm. Both got good wins during the week though Yeah exactly Malky Mackay mystified You know what a a result he got With 10 men uh, Against Motherwell So uh, How do you get things right in this game Is it any wonder my predictions are ranked Ah, To be fair Livy Livy won during the week as well So I think that is I think I think West County will be okay. I think uh, they've got enough firepower top end of the pitch. Yeah, yeah not bad. Enough to I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. Mac Mac has sent me this in, and I, I actually did clock it earlier on. I read it out to to Gordon on the way in. So, uh, Airdrie, speaking of your former club, both of you, um, they tweeted best wishes to midfielder Adam Frizzell who turns twenty four today. Leave your birthday messages for Adam Frizzell here at Facebook, and he has quote tweeted it, and he says, "I really appreciate the birthday wishes." But it's not till next month. Oh, <laughs> oh dear! How'd you get a lot of birthday wishes. Yeah. What chance have you got? Is it g- surely someone somewhere has this guy's date of birth. If I he can't plays believe he's only twenty-four. He seems like he's been about for <laughs> a long, long time. Yeah, as, the call, as, that, as the caller says to me, all the best when it comes. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> the worst one. That's the worst one. When about the New Year period? Well, <laughs> birthday period. If you think he's been about long, when you said to me you're only thirty-seven today, I was like, you got to be young. <laughs> Oh no, 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 Hugh Evans. Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Clyde Bank nil, Lannan 1, Owen yeah. Moxon in the ninth minute Milk just have to do it the hard way Well, I had my fears uh, But uh, the Bankies will come back Gary McMenamin, who's the assistant manager of the Bankies His brother, Colin, is the assistant manager at Annan So That's right, yeah Brothers, brotherly love, Whoa. no more yeah, out the window this afternoon. Still Morton uh, holding on there, doing well. A nil-nil at Fir Park at the moment. Uh, that Annan goal was the latest one to tell you about with a full-time teaser up and running. Ooh, how's about this? Some For drama. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com Remember you all thought that Kilmarnock could cause the upset? Ah, <coughs> uh, yes. 2-0. No, they've equalised. Rory McKenzie, a low finish. First shot was saved. <laughs> On the rebound Kelly won Dundee United won Game on Oh I love it, it Good game I'm glad we chose to watch this game On the TV rather than that Yeah But it's, it's a lively encounter All we saw it was I didn't think it was Ever going to be a big shot If <coughs> Kelly managed to beat Dundee United I think that new manager Bounces everybody says But You know They, they just look livelier Now It was always going to be A tough who game look, for United Who, who looks lively? Yeah who looks They just lively? look livelier now Kelly Kamalnock since he came in. See if you are. I watched him against Partick. I didn't think they looked lively. To be honest with you, 
uh, if you are looking for an example of how to go about a, a, a professional job when, when you're the favourite, you look no further than Hearts today, do you? 5 0 at Auckland yeah, yeah. Comprehensive. They were always favourites, don't get me wrong, but did anyone see it being that straightforward? I, actually, just because of the quality that they have, I always felt as if it would be pretty straightforward. I don't think they're doing as well as they have been at Auckland Lake. So for me, I thought it was. I, I was with Lee McCulloch the other day, he came back and. <laughs> He donated a, 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 a masterclass ball for his squad and one of the top draw. Uh, so, you, SPFL you old has beens at the fives are now well, playing with the, the top. Yes, and listen, kit. We're, we're, taking, from? we're actually taking on We're actually taking on last year's Cast for Kids, Tam, the boy. Uh, oh, good. For us, so, we're taking him on on Tuesday. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Aberdeen won. Edinburgh City nil. Hedges was the first to the loose ball to score from a few yards. And that means again Another one of the sides The, the so-called favourites In front Aberdeen the latest Well you're talking about An Edinburgh City side You're seventh In the bottom tier Of Scottish football 19 points off the top Of the league So uh, Anything other than A comprehensive Aberdeen win Is unacceptable I was going to say that It was a good tie for Aberdeen yeah. Similar to Rangers last night After that midweek game You know Plenty of energy went into that I think the two of them Would have been Happy to face Edinburgh and Stirling What about that one for East Fife it, As if things aren't Bad enough for them At the bottom of the league Against Falkirk They've got a player sent off In 16 minutes uh, Since we're talking about Hearts Who did well mm. Like we said Grudgingly We'll, we'll acknowledge that Halliday opened the scoring today yes. Was it the, the third I think he set up Liam Boyce got a couple Cochrane got in on the act uh, Later on as well uh, One of Liam Boyce's Was a, a penalty Did Motherwell have a, Was that a penalty oh, claim Or just To be honest with you I think well, he was always stretching does. See to be fair uh, Shields never even Complained about yeah. it So, so it tells you That it was not a penalty Unless he's just a really nice yeah. guy Who just doesn't like complaining uh, Well I'm going to give the, the referee a bit of credit oh, There's a shot Well done ref Gordon Seagan back to Hearts When you listen to Robbie Nielsen yeah, he speaks quite often about obviously trying to get third place, get European spot, mm-hmm. but silverware. He constantly mentions it in these press conferences. They will be aspiring to try and win this uh, this cup. Speaking of which, Robbie Nielsen has revealed after the game, Hearts have rejected a bid from Rangers How for much? John Souter. Three hundred thousand mm. pounds um, is the alleged figure. He says he's got an ankle injury though That's why he didn't play today mm. I know everyone will be looking more into up. it After what's happened But that's the truth He'll be in the squad for Wednesday Until something changes We've had a bid in But that's been knocked out of the ballpark We value John very very highly And until that valuation is met He will be a Hearts player We're chasing a run in the cup And European football I think that's the chance in your arm bid yeah. you, you've, you've thrown that in See if they'll swallow it But uh, they'd want him to play against Celtic on Wednesday after all he scored the winning goal the last time Celtic at Tynecastle uh, and they'd want I think to keep him for the Hibs game um, but that, that's the ball started rolling now uh, clearly Rangers want him there before the eight, the 1st of February uh, and want him in the team against Celtic on the 2nd of February um, but the ball has started rolling but that figure was never going to get them I read an article this morning Gordon says that they, they value them around about 500,000 the 300 so you're kind of 400 <laughs> meet in the middle sold there so but I, th- I think I think most certainly before the end of the window he will be at, uh, at Ibrox has Motherwell been forced into substitution here or did I just see something wrong well, I mean there's every chance uh, after 20 odd minutes it's not one that I've noticed uh, I thought I'd seen someone on the dugout getting the shin pads ready Gordon maybe I don't know I could be wrong Hold on, got one of these. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com.
Easy street for St Mirren Air United nil St Mirren 2 Greg Kilty uh, With the second After Kyle McAllister's first Ronan slides him in Opens up with the left foot Neat finish And they do lead by two goals to nil At Somerset Is that old tracksuit Hanging about there And I'll nip down to Somerset And sort this out I think it's in a charity shop Next to Mark Wilson yeah. Well give me the suit And I'll fly down oh. Nice you, start for Jim Goodwin yeah, though After yeah, the winter yes. break You know Tannadice And then that On paper we looked at it We yeah. thought it could be tricky Easy stuff We you were, were talk- talking earlier Partick about Thistle 1 Airdrie oh. nil. Brian Graham We are talking earlier about Hearts And that being A good professional yeah. job At Rockinlech Well What St Mirren are doing Against a team from a lower division Is Removing all Semblance of doubt If they can By half time And that's a good professional job So far Absolutely So on John Suter Alex You think that's yeah. it Now head, heading in that direction That That's the way it ends Well Rangers have uh, Shown their hand gone They want him in the door In January You know the I think the initial reaction For Van Bronckhurst was We've signed him a pre-contract The summer Now they've moved The, the goalposts It looks as if They're trying to get him In the door I, I said a couple of weeks ago Gordon For me If they could get some money For Simpson It's like for like You just pay uh, hearts what they're uh, looking for And then for me You improve your squad I don't think there's any doubt About the door Before the end of the Transfer window Alec Especially if Rangers have been in at 300 Hearts are looking round the fire <laughs> It's not going to take a lot To, to get a balance there mm. for, And both clubs be happy So I agree with the, I agree with you I think looking at the next two games For Hearts Yeah He's an important player for them But I think he'll be a Rangers player uh, By the end of the Or he plays against Celtic Gordon and uh, you know <laughs> can you imagine playing against Celtic scoring the winning goal against Celtic again and then going to Rangers the following day he'd mm. arrive as the conquering hero but if, if a bid's going in I mean I assume Rangers are, are trying to do it before then um, so I, I mean for it, had that bid been accepted then, yeah. then he certainly wouldn't play against I think the Celtic. reception he got uh, against St Johnson when, when the Hearts fans turned on him uh, that's not a long term Solution to anything The short term solution Is to get him off the premises But I think Hearts Will want them To play against Celtic Rangers didn't need him Last night A 4-0 victory Against Sterling Albion Alex A a very Comfortable And and possibly Predictable With no disrespect Outcome How did you view the game? It was fairly comfortable Gordon You know They managed to get A couple of goals Within six minutes It was uh, really nice To see the boy Lowry I haven't seen a great deal of him Looks very good Technically He's a little give and go for the goal. Maybe showed a lot of composure. So for me, that would have been the, the bright spot. I think Sakala coming back on because there's potential. <laughs> Morelos is going to be away with Colombia. You've got Cedric Itten. Yeah, yeah, you've away. got Cedric Itten back on the goal, the goal sheet as well. So you're just trying to get these guys up to speed. Uh, Kmar Roof managed to get, what, 30 minutes or so. So I think there was a lot of positives. Another clean sheet. It was fairly routine. Is it one of those... I'm not going to say no win situations because you can you can you can get you can get high points. Lowry being one yeah. of them, and, and guys like you mentioned, um, because of the golf, you can win four 0 without being brilliant. Absolutely, and, and yeah. was it was it one of them? Is that yeah, fair? Yeah, I think they just they, they were efficient. Gordon, you know they went through uh, fairly easy. You know there was a couple of fringe players. You know you get an opportunity to see Brandon Barker. I've never seen that one coming. For me, I felt as if he was out in Siberia. The hair or the performance. <laughs> Well, listen, I can't talk about hair uh, with, with a dome like this, but, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I think you look at Brandon yeah. Barker, uh, you know, you look at uh, Bakuna, get another uh, chance to showcase. For me, he wasn't great on the night. Um, is, is that Barker? a worry? Is that Barker a worry when, 
No, I actually thought I thought Barker was really poor. Yeah, I was going to say on those, who, yeah. who who were the fringe players that took their chance and who were the ones that, yeah. that didn't? Well, listen, you, you you look at the Simpson playing left back. I don't see him anywhere near the left back berth. Uh, you know, he's a centre half, and you know he obviously kind of cantered through it. But uh, I thought Bukowner was relatively poor. I thought uh, Brandon Barker was poor. Uh, as I said, I thought the uh, Cedric Etting got the goal without really you know shining on. So I think there's still more to come from him as well. But as a striker, that's will tell you. You just want to go on the score sheet. Cool. I, I, actually, I actually think um, Sakala showed uh, glimpses what he can do. You know, he's got so much pace, uh, and I think that resulted in the fourth goal. Have you seen that fact doing the rounds on Twitter that, including friendlies, of course, the only teams that Cedric Eaton scored against this season? Mother. No, no, this season. No. Oh, right, okay. Real Madrid, Bayern, Bayern Munich, that's right. Arsenal, Frankfurt, and Sterling Albion. Mm. <laughs> and he'll remember the Sterling Albion one. Uh, our broth won Darville nil uh, Jack Hamilton with the goal there On 28 minutes uh, I think clearly Alex Lowry Took the headlines yeah. Young man Making his debut Scores not long after Replacing Yanis Hadji Here's what the manager Made of him Well he's very talented You know he's been uh, Training for us For, for some time now And uh, especially today uh, It's for good for me to, uh, to give also The youngsters a chance If possible And uh, of course With the injury of Hadji uh, I could bring him uh, earlier than I uh, than I expected because uh, I was planning to put him in uh, in the team in the second half. But he, he did he did he did really well. I think you can see his quality, uh, the way he uh, the way he plays football is very uh, very intelligent. And uh, of course, the goal he scored, you know, it was uh, was really good. So uh, I'm happy for him that he made his debut. And uh, you know, we're here to uh, develop him further and to give him the chance to. Uh, to, come, to become a better player each day, you could see he's not afraid to uh, to take people on with his uh, with his dribbles. He's a uh, he has a very good um, view uh, around him. He knows his surroundings. He scans the game, uh, you know, a lot. So um, and he's technically is uh, he's uh, he's good. So that gives him all the ability to uh, to be the player he is now. I mean, Alex, yeah. the level of opposition is what makes it harder to. Impact games But what that doesn't really do Is change Your technique Your technical ability that The way you move The way you receive the ball So I think all of those things Are are what's impressed The Rangers fans I don't yeah. think anyone's Pretending that Sterling Albion's The biggest test he will face yeah. But there was a lot To like wasn't there Yeah without doubt I think that's what you Actually the thing That catches your eye You look at their Technical ability Gordon He he was very comfortable With the ball It was a bit like Hatati you know, We don't walk down The first 15 minutes Or so 10 minutes Of the Celtic game in the first couple of actions that he did You can see that they're technically very good uh, So that's one of the things And then obviously Young King I was just saying to Daz there That you mm. know, Young King came in at centre half Just signed yeah. a new contract He looks as if he's got a bright future as well You like the look of him Gordon I think we're going back a couple of months now But Andy Halliday told us on the show He had done some work with the Rangers Academy And said if he was to pick one Who he felt was mm-hmm. the biggest prospect in the Academy It was it was Leon King Yeah um, It's very easy to come on Against Erlen Albion at home Gordon uh, When you're comfortable And you're getting the ball I just like the look of the lad He come on He didn't have a lot to do But he just There's something about him That nice bit of composure yeah, he, he, he looks a confident player he, he, he believes in his own ability Yeah I would like to see more of him I think he's got what, He's won certainly with a big future I think they knocked back a, a a lot of bits for him Our clubs uh, Were really interested In taking the boy And he decided To stay at Rangers yeah. Which is a big uh, Bonus for them Lowry Come on And what helps Is at 18 It's getting your first goal 
you know, that confidence. And, and you've got to say, he took his goal brilliantly. But he's, there's a lot of development there. But as everyone says, technique-wise, I thought he was very good, the boy. Remember that um, that game you were talking about, Ayr, when you managed at Fir Park? Yeah. That was four years before Leon King was born. <laughs> Seriously? Just thought I'd put that out there. Four years? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how that makes you feel. Um, but yeah, Mark, it's, it's one of them. You, you just have to go and do your job. Rangers clearly did that last night. Yeah, they did. I, I, I don't see the fuss. If Rangers weren't great, this this game, like I said about Aberdeen um, at home against Edinburgh City and Rangers last night, I think the two fixtures suited them well. It's just about getting through. It gave it gave some players a rest. Time to say I actually was surprised at some of the names that actually appeared in the starting lineup for Rangers. I thought there would have been much more changes, and that's that'd be disrespectful to to Sterling Albion. But they could have played a. A much weaker team If you like And still Got the job done So this stage When there's so many games Coming up And so many important games For Rangers coming up It was just about Rotating And, and getting the result In there in the next round Matt I think there was Considerable uh, changes I think it was about Seven changes But guys like Goldson And, yeah. and well, Balogun and, and, and Tavernier I'm thinking When I, I saw that I thought Why? You know You could play they always play Don't they? They, they do yeah, always, they play, always play But you wonder you know, I get that Players always want to play But I wonder if they just thought oh, Tonight would be a good night Just to get the, the feet up And just relax And we've got a busy schedule coming up But so Van Bronckers so to, I, I guess yeah. Would you have wanted it, to play if it was uh, You know Definitely a, not A Friday night game yeah, Bench the bonus <laughs> no, see for me, I, you know, I would genuinely would. I would have always wanted to play. I see I, that. I'm just thinking of the games coming coming up for Rangers, yeah. and when you Tavernier, when you tally up what Tavernier or how many games Tavernier's played over the last what three years, you just think games like this might have been a game that he could he could have sat out. The other thing that perhaps a sour note, Alex, would be the injury uh, to Yanis Hadji. In fact, why don't we just hear? Yes. Um, what Giovanni Van Bronckhorst had to say on that he speaks here about the game as well and that injury well I think we you know we had one uh, one thing we had to do is to go to the next round most important in the cup you know you have to be alert you have to be there to uh, to compete whichever you know team you're playing and uh, so I'm I'm, I'm, uh, I'm happy with the win I'm uh, I think we had a decent performance uh, so we're you know we through to the next round and uh Wait for the draw. Yeah, of course, because you know you want to end the game with no injuries, and uh, so Yanis, uh, uh, we have to uh, see what what tomorrow will bring. He had some problems with his um, with his calf, um, so we are uh, assessing him tomorrow. Big chance for Kelly, but Ollie Shaw drags it wide, so still level uh, in that one. Cameron Blues has been shown a, a yellow card for Morton, still goalless against Motherwell. Um, yeah, well, I guess yeah. as the manager says, you, you wait and see. Alex it actually looked really quite bad initially, right. um, and then you see him get up and, and walks off. So Rangers will, will need to assess him. Yeah, absolutely, Gordon. What he did was it was a little ball down the side. He took a, a like a, a blind shot, and the defenders come in and on the follow through. Sure, he, oh, we've yeah, had him, Alex. Him. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know he's obviously tried to connect with it, but unfortunately he's caught the defender. Listen, you just hope he's he's, he's okay because. He's just starting to kind of get some more game time at the moment. Hadji scored some goals recently, so. And Rangers would be looking at the moment for their creative types to, to be available, wouldn't they? I mean, if if Joribo, well, he is away at, at the African Cup of Nations, and Ryan Kent is going to be suspended for the Livy game, we all know there's that Celtic game round the corner which Morelos will miss. Rangers yeah. will want as many of their attacking 
threats as possible Without doubt Gordon And uh, the one thing about Hadji is He kind of brings a little bit of craft in around about the box And uh, because of the players that are probably going to be AKMR Roof potentially You also have Morelos Then the more offensive players you've got at your disposal the best But I'm just hoping that it was just maybe a wee bit more contact A bit more bruising uh, Having seen it And I've also uh, sampled some of them myself over the years So from his point of view He'll be looking to try and get back he shows an inclination, Van Bronckhurst, uh, to have a real look at, you know, Leon King, uh, Alex Lowry. Yeah. Uh, a greater inclination, I think, than Stephen Gerrard showed when uh, he was in his final days at Ibrook. So, interesting times for Van Bronckhurst. Yeah, I mean, going forward, Alex, have we seen the last of Brandon Barker, for instance, in a Rangers jersey? Jack Simpson, what does the future look like for these guys? It's difficult to say, Gordon, because this is their opportunity to showcase what they can actually do. Uh, depending on um, whether you can get Suter in the building, yeah, you could also bring Katic probably back as well this window. I think that's not uh, happening, that, though. It, yeah, that, that's probably not going to happen. It. So the thing is, uh, you don't want to leave yourself short, Gordon. So I think if uh, Suter comes in the building, I would expect Simpson to go. In terms of Brandon Barker, I think he's probably played... You know, his last football for the football club. It's been a long time. He hasn't... Did he start in August? Did he start in August? One game, Once, I think? I think, yeah. Yeah, so you're looking at a guy that's hardly featured and on the performance last night, I don't think he's done enough. I, like, I, actually, I actually forgot he was still there to have seen him. Uh, well, he was on loan for, for a, a period as well yeah, last year, but, wasn't he? but you're right. Um, I, I, look, it was difficult on him because everybody's thinking, you don't perform tonight and you were giving it, well, it's still in Albion, you're at home... You know, it's Rangers, you don't perform tonight, you're finished. You just wonder what the manager thinks because you're right, I didn't think for someone with the, the pace he's got doesn't take anyone off. He does never go by, he never uses his pace. And I, I think that goes against the boy. Um so I'm I'm like you, unless it's an emergency, I can't see him featuring. See, see when you look at the both wingers, Gordon. When you look at it, you look at Sakala, he gets he gets in, drives at people, he commits people, he gets shots off. And then you look at the other side He was just getting the ball And the good news is Sakala can now go to the hairdresser Because remember he wasn't getting the barnet cut Until he scored in 2022 He's done it nice and early mm. He obviously had that fixture Circled on his Pensive. calendar You don't want to get to May And you've still got how's the, how's the money thing looking? You remember you said last week There was a quiz we'll thing We'll get to that later oh, on really, don't you really. know what is. The other thing this uh, weekend That's important for Rangers uh, Tomorrow Nigeria play uh, In the African Cup of Nations and if they lose, Aribo can get on a plane and get back. Who the plane shock? I'm trying to remember. I wish I hadn't brought the subject up now. But uh, <laughs> the the, uh, the so the the outcome the outcome is, uh, you know, if Nigeria win, then he stays there. Tunisia. Tunisia. Oh, mm. listen, we've got my Tunisia tap at the ready. <laughs> <laughs> but if uh, if Nigeria lose. First plane back to Glasgow Sub for Kelly Ewan Murray on for Chris Stokes An injury uh, So a change at the back And I'll tell you what I'm not happy uh, With the English Premier League Trying to rival us For weird And wonderful Incidents Because Brentford against Wolves the As Wolves. you call them Alex Ray Has been Suspended Give me a guess why Fog okay. Floodlights Right Gordon Deal. <laughs> Floodlights uh, Dark Dark out there right, okay. Pitch invasion you? Uh, I can't think Stryker. of a good reason why uh, No, the officials The officials have pulled up with injuries A drone is flying overhead oh. And so the players have been taken off Oh, really? that sounds suspicious <laughs> Did you not say you fancied one of them? A drone? Aye 
I seen a story this morning about the drone that found the dog. Did you see that? No, with a sausage didn't. attached. Sorry, to it. yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. The, 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 the dog. dog was lost, yeah, right. for a couple of days, and so they, they attached the a sausage to a drone, drone and flew it around. So on That's the news this morning, that it still had the sausage attached. Well, to I wonder if it is this way, one. You, you behind a drone. <laughs> um, but so anyway, dog. there is. What, uh, they're calling it an unofficial drone. What's an official drone? One that's permitted to be there, I guess. Or it's not permitted to be there. Obviously. Is it spying on the players? Is it filming them? Is it about to do them some damage? Is it dropping off an Amazon delivery that's got lost? I don't know. But either way, there is a drone above ben- Brentford wo- uh, Wolves and the game is being suspended. That's strange. There we go. There'll be a drone over East End Park sent up by Stephen Mill because the Fermanagh have gone a goal down to Inverness Cali. This will big day for both sides. Inverness Cali, this will mm. second top of the championship. Fairman rock bottom and they're a goal down. You'll be struggling Mill. there, Hugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got, off to, he got off to a terrific start as well. We went in, the manager's bound. Yeah, beat Hamilton last week, though. So that, that yeah, made a big they're still sitting there, bottom of the league. He'd be hoping to start climbing that league with the squad that he's got. Yeah, it made a big difference. Uh, whilst we're on the topic of your former club, Sunderland, one up on Portsmouth, Alex. So, uh, was a, uh, see Patrick Roberts is signed there. I did see that, yes. Uh, hopefully, it does the damage, Gordon, because it's time we get back up to the, the big leagues, up to the championship. But do you know that you talk about fans travelling? See the Pompey fans all over the country. Oh, tremendous. Uh, right, Hugh, let's go for a two minute warning on the teaser. Just remind us of the question. Okay, so season 2001 2002, eight players have scored a brace in a Scottish Cup final. Who are they? Okay, get your answers in. I'll give you two minutes at Clyde SSB. We're looking for How you all. Doing this? Brilliant. Tweet all of the correct answers on one tweet and get it over at Clyde SSB. Where you Ten. Ten names? Yeah. Oh dear, honestly. See the sense of humour in this building. Producer Callum's just flagged up. Remember what did I tell you about Adam Frizzell earlier on? She's birthday, but it's not in next month. month. Well he's been booked, so he's booked his birthday. He's he's booked his birthday. (laughs) He's been given a card and it's not even his birthday. Right, I wish I'd gone. He's booked his birthday. He's booked his birthday. Oh, got another one of these. Good time to score. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Comfortable now, Aberdeen 2, Edinburgh City 0, and it's Christian Ramirez. It was Hedges who may scored the first one. He makes the second, crosses in. And Ramirez fires home to make it Aberdeen to Edinburgh City now. Oh, it's a good time to score. I wonder if that'll just ring the changes now after half time for Stephen Glass. Talked about it earlier. Tire and week for them. Big games coming up. He's Shug, He's actually scored a few goals this year. He has, he? Ramirez, thirteen yeah. goals so far yeah. this season, which is a decent return. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he came here. Nobody really knew that much about him, uh, but he, he's done his job. Uh, I, I really do think that. The bare minimum you can ask of Aberdeen is a two-goal lead at, at half-time. Uh, and I have no doubt that they will go on to score more goals now. OK, let's round this off then, Hugh. The first half teaser. With the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. For the best football news and opinion online. In season 2001-2002 Eight players have scored a brace In a Scottish Cup final They are Odson Edward Yes Anthony Stokes Yes Gary Hooper Rudy Scatchel Craig Conway Yes Chris Boyd Yes Henrik Larson Yes 
And Peter Lovenkranz Some list that Well done if you got it right Uh, The podium looks like this Charlie McAteer Well done Charlie Second fastest uh, Third fastest sorry Uh, Second fastest goes to Mikko And the winner was George Kirkland Well done George Gold medal for you And we'll have a Who am I On the second half teaser A bit later Peter Head have equalised That changes things up Mm. there Peter Head won East Kilbride won yeah, need to get in at half time there, he's got bright. Good time for Jimmy Max boys to score. The MK Dons lose Matt O'Reilly to Celtic. Now they're a goal down to a former Rangers player playing for Doncaster. Did he? <laughs> do do. <laughs> That's the man. And so, if you were looking for a shock at Dumbarton Dundee, Dumbarton have been reduced to ten men. Oh, oh man. Oh, it's that guy we played golf with, Ross McLean. Off Is the it? ball incident, straight red card. <sighs> Took his driver out Yeah Must have just Volleyed him So anyway Yep oh, Down to 10 men That's going to be That's a blow isn't it Yeah, yeah Especially in the cup You're at home Just before mm. half time You're going now, now. So you're going to half time You put all the pressure On to Dundee um, But that is um, That is a blow Not much happening At Fir Park Motherwell uh, edging it but God, it's not, Gordon not I'm deal. more interested To see if I've left my window home. <laughs> uh, It's been really poor First. Credit, say, credit to Morton yes. uh, yeah. I think credit to them I think they, they've looked comfortable To be honest Few chances for Motherwell Few good saves But Oh Peterhead Peterhead Oh what about that For a turnaround Peterhead 2 East Kilbride 1 Andrew McCarthy Kelton's. That is uh, What yeah, would that's, the kit man be saying That's bad timing For East Kilbride I don't know Who does his mate Right your mate? Uh, It is half time I think at Fir Park Let's go and speak to Fraser Wishart it is half times Motherwell nil, Morton nil. The game's been much as expected. The home side with most of the ball, Morton making it difficult for the Firth Parkers to create anything. And Motherwell, to be honest with you, have just been playing it too slow a tempo, too slow in the ball, and struggling to create any decent chances. The early stages are pretty even. Morton doing well, a long throw from Lewis Strap caused real problems and was scrambled away. Motherwell slowly began to just take control in the 11th minute, probably the best chance of the first half. A really strong run into the box from midfield by Connor Shields. He beat Lithgow for pace easily and a good shot across the goalkeeper. It was creeping in at the far post, but an excellent diving save by Jack Hamilton to tip the ball round the post. Three minutes later, another excellent save by the Morton keeper, this time from a well-struck Barry Maguire volley from 18 yards. Shields then almost turned a Solholm Johansson knockdown into the net, just couldn't get a touch at full stretch. And Sean Goss fired a fierce left-foot shot across the goalkeeper, but a yard wide. But Muller just couldn't get that breakthrough. And for all the most of the ball, it's a bit scrappy. Morton quite happy to be sitting deep, defending well, but really showing very little in attack and rarely near Kelly's goal and then in the 35th minute another effort from Goss but again it's from distance it tested Hamilton 25 yards shot it was beaten away by the goalkeeper as a half four on and we reached half time Morton began to show a wee bit in attack Gozi Ugwu pulled a half chance across the goal when he should have hit the target he then fouled Carroll when trying to get on the end of a Riley cross and then just on the break Gavin Riley had a left foot shot from 12 yards and he should have done better I thought but he hit it straight at Liam Kelly I wonder how long it'll be before Graham Alexander looks to his bench and brings on the main man Kevin Van Veen half time at Fir Park Motherwell nil, Morton nil. it's also half time at Pataudry Dave Galloway Aberdeen 2 Edinburgh City nil at half time the home side had around 20 shots at goal in a really one sided first half in the opening uh, few minutes of this one Hayes had a long range drive just wide McCrory had a powerful run and shot that tested Schwake and the Dons had a penalty claim turned down after Hedges took a tumble in the box Aberdeen took the lead after 22 minutes Hedges first to the loose ball to score from a few yards after Schwake parried Ojo's drive and Hayes played it back in 
into the mix. Ferguson's well-struck free kick wasn't far away and Ramsey's shot was saved as the host continued to dominate. Ojo came very close with a drive from the middle of the box that grazed the post on its way past. But the second goal finally arrived on 44 minutes. Hedges turned supplier to cross for Ramirez to fire home. It's been a, a good professional display by the Dons so far. It's Aberdeen 2, Edinburgh City 0. Let's go to Somerset Park and speak to Gabriel. A United 0, St Mirren 2 here at the interval. Air came out, flying out the traps. Their best chance of the game was when Maxwell dragged wide in the first minute. That was pretty much all they had in terms of goal-mouth action. St Mirren then took control. Carl McAllister headed in at the seventh minute. The back poster, a ball came in from the left wing back, Tanza. And McAllister, not the biggest player, but he rose the highest put them ahead it was all St Mirren after that uh, a few balls in from Greg Kilty Connor Ronan had an excellently struck half volley at the edge of the box they just flashed wide on the 18th minute uh, they doubled their advantage in the 24th the air defence was too open and youngster Henderson jumped in he slid a lovely ball through to Greg Kilty Kilty opened up with his left foot and it was a neat finish pass Aidan McAdams in the air goal uh, Christian Dennis was then at the centre of attention he wanted a penalty but it would have been very soft just after the half hour mark then he had a good chance to make it three but he fluffed his lines in the 38th minute when the full uh, the halftime whistle was blown here there were some boos from the Air United supporters. Uh, Lee Bullen will try and rally his troops for the second half, but it looks like St Mirren are cruising through here. Jim Goodwin uh, very happy with the first half performance. Uh, and the, the 2000 Buddies fans down here on the Ayrshire Coast absolutely loving life. At halftime at Somerset Park, Air United nil, St Mirren 2. Let's go to Rugby Park. David Friel's been watching Kilmarnock Dundee United. Half-time, Gordon Kilmarnock won Dundee United 1. I think we all said this tie would be a crack and it has certainly lived up to expectations so far United got off to a perfect start with the opener in just four minutes it was so simple Scott McMahon just played a simple ball over the top Mark McNulty raced through and goal he stayed calm as Zach Heming came out and found the net via the post for his first goal of the season as you said he only came back in midweek after four months out and that was a really big moment for Mark McNulty Kelly to be fair came back into Ash Taylor the header saved by Benjamin Seacrest after meeting a corner but United went well on top and Kieran Freeman playing right back but getting forward at every opportunity had two great chances to make it 2-0 twice he found himself free inside the box but again Heming came out made great saves from close range Kelly finally started to sell sort of midway through the half and Rory McKenzie grabbed the equaliser on 20 minutes found him cl himself clean through and Seacrest after running on to Ollie Shaw's headed flick and the keeper made a really good save from his first shot but McKenzie stayed composed to slot the rebound into the bottom corner Kelly had a real go after that, Fraser Murray had a shot saved, there were some other chances and he had a really strong finish to the half and Ollie Shaw dragged a decent chance wide in 35 minutes. So it's all to play for in the second half, this one could really go either way. Half-time at Rugby Park, Kilmarnock 1, Dundee United 1. We will do a full round-up of the half-time scores next. The fastest goals, the expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Half-time scores in the Scottish Cup Aberdeen 2, Edinburgh City 0 Arbroath 1, Darvel 0 Air United 0, St Mirren 2 Banks Odeen 0, Wraith Rovers 0 Clydebank 0, Annan Athletic 1 Dumbarton 0, Dundee 0 Kilmarnock 1, Dundee United 1 Livingston 1, Ross County 0 Motherwell 0, Morton 0 Partick Thistle 1, Airdrie 0 Peterhead 2, East Kilbride 1 And Kelty Hearts 0 St Johnston nil. We do have one full time from earlier on, of course, which was Auchinleck Talbot nil, Hearts five, and Alloa Athletic Celtic is 
An hour and a half away A 5.30 kick-off The second half's in the 3 o'clock games are next The fastest goals The expert opinions This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard 